Hello and welcome to Argue the Toss at GameIndustry.com. I'm Shella. And I'm Drew. And together we're arguing about the things that really matter in games and films and stuff. Indeed we are. And it is Season 5, Episode 9. Amazing. Yeah, indeed yep. it is. <laughs> We've come this far. Mm-hmm. And today's topic is, Drew? Uh, it's Films and Games this week. Uh, <laughs> we uh, were... Uh, essentially, we saw the John Wick. Uh, so there's a new John Wick film coming out at the end of this weekend. There is also a John Wick game which has been announced, which has kind of an interesting way of an interesting way of doing the mechanics of mm-hmm. a film which does not look easy to make a game out of. But they've done something very clever with it, which I don't know if anyone's seen John Wick. Well. I'm sure somebody has seen John Wick. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's like, fairly successful. It, it's not just me. But, <laughs> but it's a very kind of um, precise martial arts film that's all about choreography and setups and stuff, which is not really easy to do in a game. Mm. Uh, but they've come up with a really interesting way of doing it by making it sort of a turn-based uh, strategy combat thing, which is mm-hmm. really yeah is it kung fu chess or something they that's the way they that's the strap line thing they've done for it Um, which sounds super interesting it does yeah Mm. yeah because you yeah we were walking home from role playing last night and you were saying that you and a friend of ours um were chatting about oh what how what would a john wick game be and now they've done one Yeah, and it's like really interesting what they've done. It's a good answer to the question we were discussing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we decided to do an episode on uh, films that haven't really been made into games that we would like to see made into games. Yeah. And we've come up with some like brief kind of mechanical outlines for them to say what they would be about and how we, what kind of game we'd like to see made out of these mm-hmm. films. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go first, and um, the film I'd go for is Memento, um, and yeah, so I was just, I mean, I love the film, and I think, yeah, most people do, it was just like really uh, something different at the time when it came out, and yeah, I just think it would be really great to play a game out of sequence like that. Um, so I'd see it as a sort of series of sleep cycles and every time you wake up you have like new messages you've written yourself Um, I suppose you could have it that you have the tattoos still um, on your on your body or it could just be sort of like post-it notes um, kind of like the book before I go to sleep I think it was called which I think has been made into a film as well Um, so yeah, I just think so. I guess you follow the clues from the previous day that you've left yourself, and then I mean, I have no idea how you'd write this. I mean, this is the most branching, branching <laughs> narrative like ever. Um, so that's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, let the boffins t- uh, deal with that one. Yeah, exactly. The narrative boffins. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What do you think a memento game could? look like i mean yeah i really like that idea yeah it's hugely there's a huge potential for branching i mean what i guess you could do is that in one level you kind of wake up with your clues and tattoos and whatever you have from like the previous thing which is what you're going to play next and the object of playing the next thing is to figure out 
what gave you those tattoos. Mm. So ra- so rather than it being branching, you have to go and find, okay, well, why did I write this? And yeah. then you do go and find why you wrote that, and then you write it down. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it would just like be a kind of telltale style adventure game. It's mm-hmm. all conversation and just just presented yeah. in a very weird order. Yeah, yeah. So a mixture between a telltale game and her story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really good. I would definitely th- there's there's definitely a way to achieve this game which would be really interesting to play. Yeah. I yeah. I think so too. Yeah. But it would require a lot of planning and outlining and mm. just iteration after iteration yeah it would yeah, yeah. it'd be cool yeah because um we, we, it was it was the first one i thought of when we were talking about this on the way home it was mm. memento um because i loved shadow of memories the konami game from mm. yeah yonks ago um sort of late 90s noughties sort of time um yeah. which was yeah sort of time travel thing where you kept looping back on the the day before and replaying mm. it differently um so yeah it kind of reminded me of that uh, i mean yeah. I, I, I we were talking about this last night but i haven't played shadow memories and i'm not really familiar with it but i think i'm gonna have to now because one of the games that i'm gonna do later on is very much along those lines oh okay so, yeah cool. well um yeah cool what's your uh Okay, it's your so my first movie. My first one again is something we talked about last night. I would love to see an Ocean's Eleven game. Mm-hmm. Um, just heists. Love yeah. heists. Always love heists. I don't, with few exceptions, I don't think there's ever been like a really classic heist game. Uh, I mean, there's um, there's ones like the Italian Job, which isn't quite the same thing. Uh, there's Monaco, which is a kind of multiplayer top. I don't know if you ever played that, but it's a no. multiplayer top-down um, heist simulator where everyone has different skills, which is hmm. along the right lines. But I just couldn't get into it. Mm. And there's stuff like Payday, um, which is fine, but it's more about the shooting than the actual kind of execution. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, what about the GTA um, heist section? Oh yeah, the, yes, there are. There are those, I'd forgotten about those. Yeah, they're really great as well, but they are very scripted. Like, yeah, you're, you're yeah. just going along with what it is. And what I want is, I mean, what I came up with was something that's very much like the new Hitman. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, so you'd have a game with maybe like three or four big complex heists that are approachable in like multiple ways. Yeah. There'd be no guns, no killing or anything, because at, yes. at, at that point it just becomes, you know, yeah, him. like yeah, or, or Hitman. See, I love Hit- <laughs> I love Hitman. It's just the fact that I've got to do the hit at the end, which I'm not not too yeah. keen on. Uh, so you'd have like playable classes with different skills. So you'd have Danny and Rusty and whatever Matt Damon's character's name is, and they'd all have their different things that they could bring to the heist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you would like practice different bits of the heist in. I guess in game it would be like a VR version of the level. So you know, like in the first film, they have a mock-up of the vault. Mm. So there would be a mechanic along those lines where you get to rehearse it, mm-hmm. and then there's a leaderboard mode for doing the actual heist. So mm-hmm. where you actually do it, and there's no take backs. And you, I guess you could no take backs. Sorry, I, I just reverted to being a ten-year-old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no take, no back, no backsies. <laughs> turn around, touch the ground, do the heist. Uh, <laughs> 
but um i was the the sort of classic heist structure is you know you get the team together you plan the heist then you do the heist but something goes wrong which you weren't anticipating so would you have that element or could someone do a perfect heist without anything going wrong definitely i think there would be a there would be an opportunity to do the perfect heist and just pull it off like clockwork mm-hmm. because that's ultimately what you want to do. Yeah. That's the time you want to upload the lead, uh, upload to the leaderboard. You want to, yeah, yeah. This is the time I got it perfect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there would definitely be things that could go wrong. Things right. where you'd have to improvise and, yeah. and re- root around whatever has gone wrong. Yeah. So my idea for that is that like at any point during the heist, you can switch to another character and play mm-hmm. their role in the operation. Yeah. But each character's timeline is specific to them. So right. let's say you're, let's play it. Say you're playing as Danny Ocean, and you're getting through, you know, whatever obstacle it is, and you reach something that you can't get past. You can now switch to Brad Pitt's character, mm-hmm. but it starts from the beginning of the heist. So you're at time zero, so you can root around and change the plan to uh, that's deal a with cool that. Idea. Yeah, and I guess if you were doing that, you could also make it a multiplayer thing where people could do that stuff at the same time. Mm-hmm. But that is kind of I think that would be my... I, I think I'd never stop playing that game. I'd, yeah, just... <laughs> That's your, that is your goal now. You have to yeah. make the highest game or, com- or uh, compel the Hitman team to make that game. Yeah, just take all the guns out of it and give me something to steal. Yeah, exactly. It's so easy. They could do that. <laughs> yeah, I'd play that. Okay, so my second one... Which one am I going to go second with? Well, the last one's kind of weird, so I'm going to go with, um, I was thinking about types of films I liked, so, I mean, yeah, last night we talked about the heists as well, um, as a genre we really enjoy, so I like road trip movies, and um, you don't really get road trip games that much i mean i know that the last final fantasy game was kind of a road trip um yep um element to it but i was thinking so something like thelma and louise Mm -hmm. would be a good um film to make into a game um so i suppose you could sort of choose where to go on a map and then you meet different people along the way and yeah so it's just sort of the the whole structure is in uh in a road trip um and then i was thinking about because the sort of crux of Thelma and louise of course is that they have their kind of um butch and sundance moment Mm -hmm. don't they where they they're you, you freeze frame them and you don't see them die but you kind of know that that's um, that's what happens, and I think that's quite an interesting thing for a game as well to have an ending where your protagonist, you know, essentially doesn't live. Yeah. Um, so I, I quite like that idea. So I suppose somewhere you'd have to have a scripted moment um, where you 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 c- commit a crime that means you then have the police chase at the end you know that sort of climax mm. and stuff like that but i just think it'd be cool because it would just be a cool sort of like drama with these two characters so you could have those sort of those sort of interior drama scenes um in the car where you ch- where you chat to each other and have dialogue choices and things like that yeah. um so yeah yeah um 
like what what I what I keep imagining as you describe it is did you ever play FTL? No. So that's that's kind of it's not a road trip. You have to get from one side of the galaxy to the other with a, a fleet chasing you, but it's all like procedurally generated, mm-hmm. and it's kind of random story elements that happen as you go. So each run is different. Each trip is has a different kind of arc or story to it. Mm-hmm. And it would, ju- I think, it would be really cool to scale that down and make it a like an, an a road trip across the American Midwest or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I think it could work quite well. I don't know why there aren't many road trip games because. Games like cars and maps <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as central functions and, you know, as a way of like having hubs and missions and things. Um, yeah. I've definitely seen one kind of being linked on Twitter recently. I think it's called something like Get in the Car Loser. <laughs> and that's that's supposed to be very road trivia, although I, I, I can't remember enough about it to describe it, but I remember mm-hmm. seeing it and thinking, oh, that looks interesting because it's kind of the same concept that you've mm-hmm. you've described. But yeah, yeah I, would, I would definitely play this game. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. What's up next on your list? All right, well, I've got um, Run Lola Run, which, have you ever seen that? Yeah. Excellent. So that that saved me five minutes of explanation. Now, <laughs> um, to anyone who hasn't seen it, it's a uh, film about um, a girl who, God, I haven't seen it in ages, so I could no, not describe either. the plot to you. But it's uh, three different versions of the same day, and you have this woman who is, she's like a parkourish, like very athletic character who plays out three different versions of her same day. And because of one tiny little moment at the beginning, it plays out very differently each time. So my game version of this would be kind of Mirror's Edge meets Minute. So mm-hmm. you get this small kind of open city designed to be traversable with parkour. And each run that you do would end after either 20 minutes or when you reach one of the pre-established endings, at which point you go back to the start and everything's reset. Mm-hmm. And you have this established goal, which I haven't like fleshed out in detail or anything. I don't know what that would be. But it would be locked behind all sorts of obstacles that you can't access without prior knowledge. So mm-hmm. like, like key codes, password sequences, that sort of thing. So you also have like a notebook, which doesn't reset with time. So the idea would be that you freely explore the city and you find all the different routes, all the different story elements, all the different possible outcomes to this story. And each time you hit an ending, the game identifies the relevant piece of information for you and puts it in the, note- in the notebook. Or like maybe you have to spot that stuff and write it down yourself. But it sets you up for this final run where you defeat all the obstacles, solve the mystery, escape the time loop, whatever it would be, mm-hmm. and then, uh, then roll credits. And then there'd also be like tons of secrets and sub mysteries and bonus puzzles to solve hidden throughout the city. So yeah, it would essentially be a Groundhog Day game with Mirror's Edge meets Minute meets Groundhog Day meets Run Lola Run, I guess. That's that's so that's cool. That's interesting as well because one of my ones that I toyed with was mm. Source Code. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So but yeah, that exactly. Um, yeah the same reasons mm. um, yeah but obviously you'd be I think it'd be quite nice because you've got a city but I think it'd be quite nice if you've just got a train those uh, the constraints of a train um, worked really well in the in the film but uh, yeah so I'd definitely play Run Lola Run 
yeah. then and then the team could make source code. <laughs> yeah, as, as a sequel or like DLC. Yes, <laughs> yes, the train one. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, I love both of those films. Yeah, um, T- yeah. Time loops are a really good concept, and, and like they yeah. are a bit overused, but I think that's because they're such a good concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not used that much in games, though. No, I yeah, which I can is, only think of a few. Yeah, yeah. which is yeah. yeah, a minute of is the obvious. Um, yeah. yeah, which I loved. I loved minute. That was great. Um, there are a few visual novel games that do it. I think um, uh, nine hours, nine persons, nine doors did a sort of vaguely mm. similar thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Flower, sun, and rain did that. I'm sure there's others. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that yeah. would be cool. I think that would. Work. I guess any kind of like um, rogue-like or procedurally generated game sort of kind of touches on the time loop concept in that when you die, you just start back over from the beginning and then yeah, yeah, right yeah. until you that's, get to the end. That's true, but yeah. it's not kind of explicit in the narrative. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a mechanic. Yeah. Um, yeah no, I think it would be really. Yeah, I'd play both of those. Um, hmm. Yeah. Cool. It's interesting that we've gotten from Memento to Run Lorraine and yeah. Source Code. I mean, someone needs to make all of those games. They yep. that, yeah. They both they all work slightly differently, mm-hmm. and would give um, satisfying uh, experiences. I think. So um, for my last game, okay, so I toyed around, I was looking at, um, so I've got some sort of honourable mentions of things I was thinking about, Mm -hmm. and um, weirdly one of them was Dangerous Liaisons. Um, Okay, I've not seen Dangerous Liaisons, so. Oh, okay. Oh, Dangerous Liaisons is so good, but they've Mm -hmm. never done a decent um, print of it. I don't know what the Blu-ray's like. but it's such a it's such a great film, and so I've never ever bought it, um, because yeah, it'll just look like shit. Mm. Um, but it's an epistolary novel uh, about um, sort of intrigue through letters, and um, it's uh, this this man and woman are trying to manipulate people, and there's this woman who's known for her her beauty and her piety and her virginity, you know, her sort of piousness and everything. And so, mm. um, these two decide to um, uh, enact her downfall, but and he is set out to seduce her. Um, and but ends up falling in love with her and um yeah so it's just a lot of and it's just incredibly witty and um there's letters being written all the time and i just think it would be quite an interesting um i mean this is even a a film (laughs) this isn't my third film so yeah anyway so i was toying with dangerous liaisons because i thought letter writing and things is quite interesting and you don't see it that much and then i thought hunger games like why is why did they never make a game of the hunger Mm -hmm. games i just don't understand that and now we're in the age of you know battle royale games like everywhere um but yeah i just thought that was a bit weird that they didn't um have one see that's uh something i always disliked like i like the battle royale genre but it doesn't it misses the point of the thing it's taking it, it misses the point of battle royale the the film and the book i think which is that it's silly which is that it's big and like there's it's not guns in it it's just you, you know it's melee combat and it's not kind of about just 
being military and being the best at it. It's supposed yeah. to be fun. It's supposed to be escapism. Yeah. And every one that they come out with is so serious. And even Fortnite is still kind of, it's a very serious shooter dressed mm. up in cartoon kind of mm. thing. Yeah, I just... I yeah. want the I want the Battle Royale Hunger Games game where it's outlandish, you know? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see yeah. what you mean. But I mean, obviously it was a clearly great blueprint for successful game making and I just yep. wonder why the Hunger Games <laughs> was never mm. that. You know, never started it as quite bizarre um so the weird one that i've come up with is the breakfast club (laughs) okay um and yeah so i haven't quite sort of nailed down and i think in some ways life in strange did that kind of thing so Mm. i just thought you know like john hughes films um you know he sort of created a genre um and you don't get games like that and yeah i was just like that's kind of weird um considering you know narrative games are quite you know they're established now and it's the thing that people like and so it's fine to make them um yeah so i suppose life is strange had elements of that kind of high school teen drama thing Mm. but it was wrapped up in this supernatural thing so I, i wouldn't want it wrapped up in a sort of time travel thing i just want the breakfast club and you could have things like you know the bits where they're creeping around the school to get stuff yeah and i just think that would be just really cool and fun and um yeah because then it got me thinking about sort of um home alone type that you could have like you know it could be a little bit more tongue-in-cheek than Mm. the breakfast club itself was but then you can have these kind of dramatic moments with conversations and choices and you're trying to sort of forge relationships with you know the sort of the athletes and the prom queen and whatever they were but yeah yeah, i think it'd be cool to see the breakfast club in a a game format no i definitely do and like there are games that kind of touch on it like i think uh, the one that springs to mind is Persona 4 or the Persona series of games where it is like it's an RPG and it's kind of a reasonably okay. standard JRPG but also in the off time it's kind of a high school simulator mm-hmm. where you are f- you're forging links with other classmates and you get to know more about them and more about their personalities and that makes you stronger in the RPG sections because you unlock new kind of personas and powers and interesting stuff but there's never been a. But yeah, obviously it's tied up in a very supernatural thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely like to see that kind of high school simulator, mm-hmm. which is just that, and it's about telling a story through those mechanics. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be good fun. Yeah. Okay, so for my last one, I've gone for a, an unusual choice as well. Uh, okay. Well, did you uh, have any? Do you have any honourable mention type ones? Um, I ones don't that you toyed really, with the one that I toyed with was um, Gone in sixty seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, That's a good Nicholas. one. It, it's a it's a very fun film. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not great, but it's a lot of fun to watch. It's a turn your brain off and enjoy the car chases kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I thought that would be really good. You get fifty cars, you lay them around a um, open world city, and then you just uh, you are assigned to get them and drive them to this place or that place. Mm-hmm. And it's all predefined routes, and you can explore wherever you like, and you can find shortcuts by learning the city more. 
Uh, and then I realized, oh, I'm describing Burnout Paradise basically exactly. So that one already exists. Yeah. Which, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really have any other honorable, honorable mentions. I did sort of toy with The Breakfast Club, but like I dismissed it very quickly and didn't think about it in detail. I thought, oh, that's like the the My Dinner with Andre game that they do in The Simpsons. Have you seen that one, the My Dinner with Andre arcade game? No. Where there's a button that's for, like, bon mots and okay. trenchant observations. Um, yeah. Uh, so, What's My Breakfast Club game better than the one that you... <laughs> like, the I don't Simpsons know. One. I, you, you only see Martin play it for, like, a, one scene, so I, <laughs> I remember thinking when I watched it that it's... Obviously, it was taking the make because they'd never make My Dinner with Andre into a video game. But I'd play that. I'd, I'd be, yeah, I'd be interested in that. That's a really great film, and I'd like to be part of it. Yeah. Uh, Excellent. Uh, so the one I came up with, ultimately, is The Shape of Water. Okay. Yeah. So this is a stealth game dating sim. Um, yeah, where you play as a mute member of the janitorial staff in a secret underground research facility, as in the film. Uh-huh. If you haven't seen it, go and see it, because it's amazing. So you move through the building, cleaning up, and maybe there could be like a mini-game where you have to like clean the floors properly, or whatever it is. But through your travel throughout the facility, you meet and get to know various handsome fishy boys. <laughs> then you pick one to go on a date with. And you have to, that's the stealth game section of it. You have to sneak out past the patrolling guards okay. and, like, select a date venue. So one of the fishmen, for example, might like to go to the fun fair. <laughs> or to skateboarding or laser tag. Uh, and you go on all these dates with them. And as you spend time with your marine men, you figure out what kind of gifts they like. For example, eggs or books or skateboards. <laughs> skateboards. Yeah. I, I want to see a fishman skateboarding. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and then you build up the relationship enough uh, to ask them to run away with you forever. But you've also got to use some of that relationship building time to go on dates with the evil government agent who wants to use your oh. hydro lads as weapons. And like convince him to leave them alone <laughs> and not vivisect them as he does. We'd probably scale back the vivisection stuff. That's kind of dark <laughs> for what, what I'm going for. But yeah, he wants to make them into soldiers. Um, and, uh, there's also a couple of rhythm game style musical numbers in the middle of all of it. I guess you get a different music, depending on which fishman you date, you get a different yeah, musical style number of a, music, yeah, which inc- encourages replayability as if I needed to encourage replayability. Right. Of, yeah. I mean, people are going to be playing this for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And then there's a final sequence where you free them all and escape with your new fish husband. And the government agent is humiliated when he comes last in a swimming competition. The end. Game of the year. Every year. I win this one. <laughs> and there'll be loads of fish puns in the... Exactly, yeah. In uh, the marketing. <laughs> I would have put so much more fish puns in if I'd had the time to do that this morning. Yeah. yeah we were on a tight time limit. And, yeah, uh, we were. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, that, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's you're incredible. only human. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, like uh, jokes aside, like as I was, I, I started writing it as a complete joke, right? And then the more I wrote it, yeah. the more I kind of fell in love with this idea. Yeah, it's like actually, this actually works. Yeah. 
So there cool. we are. I'm I'm putting that out there as you know, just an open idea which I will allow anyone to steal and make. It's fine. Go for mm. it. So it's almost like Sea Man, where you like you could build up relationship points so he can like actually break out of the aquarium thing. Yeah, yeah, that would be definitely free. Work. Yeah, that's cool. Oh. Yeah, sorry, I'm just sitting here imagining <laughs> Shape of Water game now. That's it. Yeah. Over. Cool. Yeah, I've had fun with this one. Yeah, good. this was a really good one. I've enjoyed yeah, it. yeah, cool. Okay, I think that is that is it. That's all our films. Tell us yeah. yours, basically, yeah. your what... films that you'd like made into games. Yeah, would I definitely love to hear people's uh, like opinions on this one and games that you've had like in the back. I think we've all had a game in the back of our head that we'd really like to make. Um, yeah. that we think would be a really good idea and maybe it's a spin-off of a film but it doesn't have to be we'd yeah. still love to hear about it in the comments yeah yeah definitely um or you can improve upon the games we've made out of our films i mean you can improve like, some of them. i mean like obviously the breakfast club needs guns i mean what <laughs> <Yeah>. fool <laughs> they just be talking to each other yeah <laughs> so how can they do that drew uh, they can do that through. Uh, oh God, I've forgotten. That's Arky the cast host is going to step in there smoothly. <laughs> um, on Twitter at Arky the cast, obviously on GameIndustry.com. Uh, we are on Libsyn, so there's an Arky the cast Libsyn website which has comments too. The best place to reach us is either in your podcast places or on Twitter. We're always on Twitter. We yeah. live on Twitter, <laughs> like it's tweeting true. about the films we watch and having conversations about films and games. So and catch stuff. us there. And stuff. Yeah, sometimes we mix some stuff in there. Mm-hmm. So we haven't done stuff for a while, actually. No, we haven't. We're going to have to find some stuff to do a podcast about. We are. Yeah. Maybe books or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Come and chat to us on Twitter. We'd really like that. Mm-hmm. And um, until next time, Drew. Cheerio. Or you can improve upon the games we've made out of our films. I mean, you can improve on some of them.